Laughing louder, digging deeper, and living larger in the Lord Jesus Christ. We're Chris and Emily Danielson. Thank you so much for joining us on No Apology with the Bible Idiots podcast. It's Monday, and that means it's time for news to amuse. That means it's not going to be any deep stories, but just a little, you know, look at some stuff. Things that make you say, hmm. Yeah, and there might be some funnies in here, but there might just be some... Groaners. There's one in here that's like, it's freaky. (laughs) Oh, really? Let's start out with a hospital that calls the cops on a man who gave himself stitches. What? Yeah, a man in Sweden who had a gash in his leg. (laughs) Leave it to the Swedish. Yeah. There's your socialist medicine coming to a hospital near you. A Sweden man got a gash in his leg and he got sick of waiting in the emergency room, so he sewed it up on his own. Nice. And for his trouble, the hospital reported him to the police. The man told the cops, hospital staff set out a needle and thread. He got tired of waiting and decided to take matters into his own hands. Oh, so they must have like got him to a room. You Mm -hmm. need stitches, brought everything in, but he was just waiting and waiting and waiting. So finally he just stitched himself up. And if they put him in one of those gowns with the open on the back side, (laughs) I cannot blame him for taking things into his own hands there. I could just see him in front of the judge. You are being charged with personal health care. <laughs> How dare you? You're being charged with healing yourself. Here's the oh, thought of the week. Man. Thought of the week. Uh, I don't know who this person is, but it says this. I wish I could Google search my own mind and just type in stuff like, what are my favorite movies? Or what was the name of the place with the really good egg rolls? Ooh, Obviously, this person's yes, getting older. I like it. Or how tall was Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Just those weird things that pop into your head. I've never thought about that before. What? How tall Jesus was. I know. Makes you want to know, doesn't well, it? I've never cared. <laughs> Until now. (laughs) I'm just weird that way. I just don't think of things like that. But I would like my memory to get a little sharper. And so there are things that you can do to sharpen your memory. But, you know, it's not just walking into a room and forgetting why you walked into that room. Right. It's hearing somebody's name twice and then 10 seconds later only knowing what the first letter is. See, well, you're doing good if you remember the first letter. For whatever reason, I can remember the first letter, but I usually get it wrong. And that's not good when you're Meet new true. people all That's the time. That's true. But I did read an article one time where people who are who appear forgetful are actually very intelligent because their brain is absorbing more stuff, more information, and it's like retaining it. Well, and so- if that's my last month of fog, <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> That's how I choose to look at it. Here's yeah. some things you didn't know yesterday. So okay. let's smarten up since we're trying to let's sharpen our minds. Let's see if we minds. can remember it come Tuesday. Kool-Aid was originally marketed as Fruit Smack. I actually like that name better. better. Yeah, Fruit Smack. Alaska is the only state that can be typed on one row of keys. Well, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yay, Alaska. We love you. In 1907, uh-huh. an ad for the campaign for Kellogg's Corn Flakes offered a free box of cereal to any woman, because women back then did like 95% of the shopping. Of the shopping. Yeah. Any woman who would, are you ready? Yes. Wink at her grocer. Oh. <gasps> Wow, that's really inappropriate. <laughs> like, I 
don't even know what to do with that. Standing there at the checkout with a box of cereal and winking. Wink, I mean, wink, wink. But do you do you think that the winks back then could be like not interpreted the no, way that they, they it are was, today? It was more of like it a humorous thing. It was more, we're going to be the fun cereal. Right. You know, yeah. come get a free box if you wink yeah, at Yeah, hey. You know, yeah. yeah. If, it, if you could totally play it that way, uh, I would actually be doing it. Um, to everyone in the They wouldn't allow store. it in Sweden because it would result in a gash in your leg. <laughs> and then you'd have to stick And people would be up. trying to sew your eyelids shut. And it Did you know, yeah. Emily, you have always been anti-gambling and you've always oh, felt absolutely. like it's evil. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the roulette wheel, the roulette wheel has a sum of all of its numbers. You know what the sum of all of its I'm numbers gonna is? I'm going to take a wild guess and say 666. Six, six. It is. Yeah, see? Uh-huh, it is. Right? Yep. The mm-hmm. sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel <laughs> is 666. Six, six. Okay, so gambling in and of itself is not all horrible or evil to the core. Well, they casted lots in the Bible. Right, right. But, I mean, chance in and of itself and using those, you know, rules and laws of chance or whatever, there's nothing evil in and of itself. But, yeah, walking into a casino, trying to make money by Betty Lotto tickets, stuff like that, it's not good. Well, here's what a mature pastor told me one time. Okay. He said, when you trust God as your sovereign provider Mm -hmm. why would you take what he's given you and gamble it with the with the idea of more and he went on to say most of the time the anticipated gain is really greed you're gambling out of the sin of greed right either gambling out of the sin of greed or desperation i know some people will get trapped in it and then pretty soon they're behind the eight ball and like you're just gambling to try to win back a portion of it so that you can... It's just this bottomless pit that you what? fall into and people get desperate. Mm-hmm. And the only way that they can really see out of it is, you know, if I could just win this next one. Right. And not all betting is evil, I don't think. Right, right. Like, for example, I have a bet going on right now. Who finishes higher in the Major League Baseball standings, the Kansas City Royals or the Minnesota Twins? Okay. If the Minnesota Twins finish in last place, which they're... Just jonesing to do, I have to wear a Royals jersey to church on Sunday. And if I don't, one of my parishioners who's a diehard Royals fan has to wear a Twins jersey Uh, that I have for him to wear. That will be good. So come on, we're going to win Twins, we're going to (laughs) score. That will be good. Here's what he doesn't understand, though. Yeah. He's got a George Brett jersey for me to wear, which I would wear anyway, because I've always been a fan of George Brett, and I've never disliked the Royals. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's a friendly competition there. It's not like they're the Yankees, for crying out loud. I was just going to say, do you think that, like... Alabama and Auburn could do that. I don't yeah. know. I don't think when we went to I don't the, think you'd, you'd be hard pressed to find when, two fans. When we that went would to the Kansas that. City Kaufman Stadium to see the Royals and Twins play in June uh-huh. of this year, yeah. uh, we bought Emily a Kansas City Royals hat. Did, and we did yeah. it with pride. I mean, we, we, we enjoy Kansas City. So kind of the joke's on him. But it's still that's a fun bet. I also yeah. have done bets of steak dinners if a certain yeah. race car driver does this or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes that's just good fellowship. Yeah. So not everything but if you're betting money with the anticipated gain and a greedy heart you're not trusting jesus and therefore there you go and i do seem to recall you and i had an ongoing bet as when we had our radio show down in arizona as to what time you would actually spill coffee on your tie that was you and our Uh, producer joel that had that bet i was not if it was before a if it was before 9 a.m and i didn't wear ties very often it was just my shirt yeah if my shirt could stay clean till 9 a.m I won. And if it if you spilt uh, before that, then I won. I don't recall you ever winning. I, I didn't. I, I left with dirty shirts a lot. 
<laughs> I don't know why. Just me spilling on myself became like a running joke with you, Joel, and our whole audience. Yes, yeah. And so. I just yeah, you can have fun took with it. Took the hit. Took the hit for the team. But be cautiously aware. So here's my deep thought okay, of this news to amuse: is that we really need wider and shorter plates of nachos. <laughs> No more tall towers of chips and toppings. Spread it across a large area. Cover all the chips, not just the top layer. Stand with me, people. Yes. Stand with me. I am totally with that. I love that. And I did get a list from some of my show prep people about uh, really strange superstitions. And I'm not a superstitious guy. I don't want to be because I just there's biblical reasons not to be. But some people find them fun. Um, So maybe people have strange superstitions. Here's the list. One that comes to mind is, uh, this person said, one that comes to mind for me is when I fly. I always try to touch the outside of the airplane when I'm boarding. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know what that does for you. monk kind of thing he's got. Some people, one says, I never finished the bottom inch of a bottle of soda. Okay, I know a lot of pop, people that don't. I know a lot of people that don't do that because their their theory is that there's a lot of swill in there. A lot of backwash. They just, yeah, they just don't want that. Yeah. So maybe they're just trying to be hygienic. Maybe yeah. it's not a superstition. Be healthy. Always raise your feet when driving over train tracks. I have never heard of that. You've never heard of that? Have you heard of that? No. Okay. <laughs> No, usually if I got enough speed, I want to keep my feet on the if floorboard. You, I the was going to say, <laughs> if you take your feet, uh, wouldn't you halfway over the tracks take your foot off the gas and you would stop? I think no on I, the tracks. Well, if, not if you got a good momentum. I think it's more for passengers <laughs> anyway. Okay. And then um, this one is maybe a little on the weird side. Okay. Always smell the inside of a cup before you put whatever you're going to put in it. I I have done that. Well, I mean, if it's if it's sketchy, maybe. Yeah. You know, well, if it's sketchy, but if it's coming out of our if it's coming out of our cupboard, I I just but but they do it as a superstition, like right, like they have to do it, like they have to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever had any superstitions that you played around with in life? Because I know that there were some like when I was playing football, I would want to put my shoes on a certain way, or I'd want to. One there was one game where my the the equipment manager gave me some football pants that were too big for me. (laughs) And so we took some green, and I don't know why it was green, green duct tape and wrapped it around my waist. Okay. Just like at the last minute. And you minute. won, I suppose. Yeah, five touchdowns that Ooh, game. Three passing, so. two running. And so then the coach wanted me to wear that tape every game after that. Of course that. he did. And it was it became a thing, like an argument. Like, I, yeah. they fit now, you know? Yeah. So yeah, anyway. I don't, know. I don't think I had, I can't remember that I had any other than, you know, I liked to stay home from school. <laughs> when you have success in something, it. though, like when race car drivers are notoriously superstitious. When you have success, and you know you were you had a certain thing, mm-hmm. you know, like somebody glued. I remember Dale Earnhardt when he won the Daytona 500 had a glued penny to his dash. And there's a long story behind that. Right. There's a meaning. But then behind he would always want to try to have a glued penny. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different things that people have done that are superstitious, or maybe it's just good vibes. Maybe it's just trying to bring yourself like a little confidence i'm not sure but i know overall superstitions is not biblical when you're trusting the sovereignty of jesus christ and it's easy to fall into them i think you know you get into the habits of of 
it comes on very subtly and pretty soon you're in the habit of thinking that if you do this in this certain way, then everything will fall your way. And we actually do do that in our spiritual life as well. We tend to think, well, I'm a very pragmatic person. Therefore, God has got to be a pragmatic God. And he really isn't a pragmatic God. In other words, just because something bad is happening to you does not mean God's angry with you. And vice versa, just because something good is happening to you you does not necessarily mean God's pleased with you. And he's not pragmatic that way. And when we start thinking in those terms, then it's easy to start falling into, well, if I just repeat this behavior that happened when I was doing good, then I'll continue to do good. Well, there's been times in our life where I will cook a certain dish and we will have a certain beverage with it. And then we'll listen to certain music and we'll just have just the most wonderful time. Mm-hmm. And then a month later, I'm like, let's recreate that. And it never works out. The dish never tastes as good. The beverage isn't as good. And the music just doesn't seem... It's, it's like you can't romantic... You got to live in the moment. You got to be present and take it for what it is. But you can't redo a lot of the things that have happened, even though it's fun to try sometimes. Yeah. But that's where I think superstitions come out of is yeah. that... Yeah, you know, absolutely. If bad Absolutely. things were happening while you were lifting the feet over the train tracks, would you keep doing it? <laughs> right. You know, right. I mean, yeah. You know, anyway. Uh, yeah, you know, the important thing is that we keep striving toward the Lord because the Lord, like I said, he's not pragmatic. He's actually a he's kind of like one big paradox after another because in order to conquer he tells you you have to yield in order to live you have to die mm-hmm. in order to you know do this one thing you have to you you have to in your mind do really the total opposite and then we find that secret that he's hidden there and so it's really important you know in in order to serve you have to serve in order to you know um, do whatever he Do you have any biblical references that you want to do in your spiritual flip, Emily? Well, that was a really bad reference to a biblical uh, scripture. But when we turn to Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it does say, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. In other words, you can rise above the circumstances of the moment and rest in the things that you already know about God, even if the things of the world seem to contradict that. We're often left in places where it's like, God, where are you? God, where are you doing? What are you doing? God, if you loved me, you'd ba 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 But the reality is, is even in those midst of trials and tribulations and difficult things he is trying to show us things and demonstrate his love for us and so acts chapter 24 verse 16 says so i strive always to keep my conscience clear before god and man in mm-hmm. other words strive toward that upright living how do you strive toward that upright living well you got to know what god's word says mm-hmm. you got to know what the measurements are what the weights are what the requirements are and then you have to ask god to help you do that every day and that is a concentrated effort seeking the lord's will and resting in his promises. We need you to stand with us. Pray for us. Pray for the ministry. Go to our website, BibleIdiots.com. Get involved. You can drop a note at the email address in the upper left-hand corner. There's a giving portal there. You can help us 
move this podcast along, and we would love to have you for the ride. We're going to stay with it. We're going to keep going. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.